Hello! 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 And welcome to Gone, Gone with the Windies! <laughs> I really hate when people say things in unison, but I guess we just did. I guess I we just did. I guess that's okay. I guess that's okay. I guess we'll just have to. I guess we'll just I have to. Guess, I guess we'll, we'll just, just have, have to deal with it. Okay! <laughs> I apologize wholeheartedly for that. And today's episode is going to be an interview of me. So I guess Brianna should take the reins on this one. I guess I will. So Lindsay and I, I actually Lindsay had this idea to just kind of interview each other so you guys can get to know us if you don't know us. I'm assuming most of you that listen at least know one of us probably. And so you probably don't know as much about the other one of us. This is true. So this could help. This could yeah. help a little bit. Um, when Lindsay told me to go write questions, I didn't realize how many she had written. So I didn't write that many. So I'm going to steal some of the questions she asked and hopefully we'll all just be okay with that. Yeah. We're going to have to be okay with that because that's what I did and that's what I'm doing. Exactly. So my first question is, Lindsay, how are you? Oh, how am I? This is a loaded question, especially now. <laughs> it sure um, is. Short answer, okay. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm doing the best I can be. Yeah. Yoga in the morning is really helping. Having like a solid morning routine is good to like start the day. Mm-hmm. Consistent sleep schedule. It's been pretty nice actually having schoolwork to do because it keeps me busy. <laughs> On days where I haven't had that much to do, I'm kind of like looking around like, hmm, what do I do now? I don't know. I think it'll be really nice actually that I'm doing classes this summer for yeah. grad school. It'll keep me busy. It'll give me something to do. And it'll kind of suck because it would be nice to just chill. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if I'm going to have a summer where I have to do schoolwork, like, it may as well be this one. So. Yeah. Yeah. Doing okay. Staying busy. I think it's gotten better almost as quarantine has continued because I've gotten just more used to it. It's going by faster. Yeah. Um, The yoga has definitely helped my mindset. Mm -hmm. I've been doing, like, a little gratitude journal every night. Did I say this in the podcast? I don't think you did. Um, every You're night, me. Every night before I go to bed, I have this little chart that's just like, what did I do today? So instead of forcing myself to have like a 10 minute journaling time where I have to like write everything that we did, I just made like a little chart because we do similar things every day. So it'll be like, I'll write the date on the top and then on the left side going down, it'll be like walk, yoga, bake, cook, something fun. Um, do homework, gratitude, devotional, journal, whatever it is. And so then at the end of the day, like, when I crawl into bed to go to bed, I'll just, like, go through there and I can just go down the list and just check off the things I did. So I can also kind of see what I've been doing consistently or what I could work on doing more consistently or the things that come naturally, the things that I just do every day and don't really think about. So that's been really cool to keep track of and... On the other side of the page, I'll write down three things that I'm grateful for slash kind of things that happened that day that made me happy. So it's just like a constant reminder, like before I go to bed, I'm like, things that happened today were good. And it's easy, I feel like, to just ruminate on the bad things that have happened, especially when you're just laying in bed trying to fall asleep. But it's been really helpful, I think, like mentally to just think about the day and be like, sure, like maybe I was sad sometimes, maybe this bad thing happened. But at the end of the day there were at least three things that happened that were good. And I don't know, that's just been helping me, I think, a lot mentally right before I go to sleep to just remember the good. 
mm-hmm. and focus on the good. And so, yeah, I've been doing that, so that's been helping. I think having a solid mind-body practice in the morning of yoga and then having the gratitude at night kind of just, like, sandwiches my day with good, mm-hmm. and it makes it, like, more happy, <laughs> even <laughs> if the things that happened during the day were, like, not the best. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so how am I? Good, and I think getting better. Mm. <sighs> Lindsay inspires me so okay, much, you guys. Next question. Okay, next question. Woo! Well, I thought of this while you were talking about yoga. Okay. What is your favorite yoga pose, and why? Okay, actually, two categories. One, yoga pose that makes you feel the strongest. Two, favorite in terms of comfort and how it makes you feel. Yoga pose that makes me feel the strongest, probably half moon pose, because mm. I, I can take, I can put a picture of this in the Instagram post, but I don't know, you just, it's hard to stay balanced and you have to go into it really slow, like you can't just like send yourself there, you have to be very mindful of what you're doing, which is helpful for me, because oftentimes I'll just like go through the motions, but that one you really have to like think about what you're doing, and I have to... I think use a lot more positive language to myself than I do on a regular basis because I have to just reaffirm myself and be like, you're strong, like, you can do this. And then if I fall, instead of, like, reverting back to the, like, oh, you suck, like, you didn't do it, I'm like, that's okay, let's try again. And so I think yoga, we've been doing yoga with Adrienne, and she is really good about that too. And I think any yoga teacher is, but just constantly reminding to focus on the good and give yourself a break, and that's, like, really what I need right now, I think. Mm. So that one makes me feel really strong because when you hold it, I don't I like can't even explain it. It just feels so good. <laughs> and then yoga pose that I feel comfortable in. I don't know. Honestly, probably downward dog at this point because for a lot of the yoga practices I do, it's like a home base. So it's just like where you go and that's just like I feel comfortable there. It's a little bit hard, but it's not as hard as it used to be. So it's just kind of like a solid foundation, I feel like. And you can just build your practice off of that and go in any direction with it. Mm-hmm. So it's just like very comforting to like return it's like oh downward dog like I know how to do that one and I feel very comfortable doing that because we do that in pretty much everyday practice yeah my next question is how tall are you oh uh, I don't actually know I'm somewhere (laughs) between 5'9 and 5'11 I think I'm 5'10 wow but people that I know that say they're 5'9 I'm like shorter than them people that are like oh yeah I'm totally 5'11 I'm taller than them so I don't really know. I think mm. the last time I went to the doctor was, like, a year ago or so. Maybe two years ago. Mm. And I think I was, like, 5'9". But I think I've grown since then, so. Follow-up question. Do you ever feel so tall that people can't hear you? <laughs> oh, every day. I just walk around like a freaking monster and no one can hear what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I thought. I've been yeah. wondering that for a long time. It's oh, yeah. Early- My balance is off. It's hard for me to, like, stay... In one, because I'm so tall, yeah. like, the wind just blows me over. Yeah. I feel the winds that you don't feel. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. There's wind up in the 510 atmosphere that's not in the 55 atmosphere. Yeah, I believe it. I 100% believe that. Okay, yeah. well, good to know. That's been really burning on me for a while. I know. So. Burning on you. Burning, yes. Whew! It's, it's crazy. Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> How would you describe your vibe? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I told you I didn't take this as seriously as you did because I didn't have any guidelines. Okay, this is not a question I can answer myself, I feel like. Okay. But do I have to answer it? I don't know. I don't I genuinely don't really know my vibe. Mm. I feel like 
I like try to have super chill vibes, but I'm like low key kind of uptight. But I'm trying to be less uptight. So, oh my gosh, she is uptight, you guys. Okay, but I'm trying to be less yeah, uptight. Yeah, you are. And Put it's your great. hand on my shoulder <laughs> it's like great. that. I'm so proud of you. Okay, thanks. It's okay. I don't know. We I, can all be uptight sometimes. Okay, we'll we'll put a positive spin on it because yeah. I also I'm a big positivity. She gal. she is yes. Um, I have a structured vibe. Mm, yeah. Not uptight. We're structured. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like when I let loose, like it's pretty chill. Mm. I've been told I'm funny. I don't know. Yeah. You have some funny vibes in there. Yeah. No, she's actually freaking hilarious. Okay, I don't know how to describe my vibe. Okay. Do you want to describe my vibe? Well, I kind of just, I think that you're right. It's a splash of chill, a splash of structure, splash of funny. I think overall, it's just like nice, nice vibes. Oh, thanks. Nice vibes. Yes. So who are you? Okay. (laughs) This is a question I didn't ask Brianna because I knew she would just look at me like a deer in the headlights. And I was like, I don't want her to have to answer that question. And so I didn't think she would ask me that question, too. But you kind of asked me in Describe Your Vibe. Oh, that's true. That's um, true. I don't know. I don't really want to describe myself. I'm Lindsay. I am a perfectionist. I want to improve things. I try to be a good friend. I try to stay positive. I don't know. I'm answering this, like, very monotone, sad voice, even though I'm talking about how positive I am. But mm-hmm. I don't really know what to say. I'm... Lindsay, that's who I am. Oh, that sounded like a fifth grade acrostic poem. Oh, in yeah. a good way. I'm loving, interesting, nice, delightful, splendid, energetic, and yippy. Ooh, little yippy. I guess. Yeah. Sometimes you talk kind of yippy. Thanks. Yeah. Sorry, that wasn't the best question. Um, but I would love for you to elaborate on your Enneagram. Oh, haha. I am an Enneagram 1, which is the reformer, which basically means that I see something and I want to improve it and I look for ways to improve it, which can be kind of a burden in the world we live in today because any problem I see, I want to think about how I can improve it and fix it, which mm-hmm. is hard because most problems in the world don't have a quick fix and they don't just have an answer. So... Well, that's one of the reasons I think I want to be a teacher is that I saw children, I guess, as something that can be impressed upon and you can make a change in their lives. And so that's somewhere that I can, I don't even know if I'll feel like I'm making a difference, but I, I will know that I am because if I teach kids well, then they'll become good citizens and they can also make changes in the world. And that's something that's really exciting is to be able to see a change that I've made, I feel like. But it's hard now, especially with all the corona stuff that's happening, because, like, the whole world is just a big mess, and I feel powerless. Like, there's not really that much I can do, besides staying home, of course, and being safe. But in, like, the larger scheme of things, I feel like I just, like, I'm powerless to make a change. Mm. Oh, but yeah, so I'm Enneagram 1. Yeah. I think Wing 2, because 2 is a helper, and just, like, very like there for people but also like the goal is to like be loved and I definitely see that in myself yeah I totally agree with what you were saying about how teachers can make a difference significantly and I mean that makes me think of like teachers from my elementary school that I still remember so I'm wondering 
was there a teacher in your life that really significantly impacted you and kind of led you to this path? Uh, I don't know about led me to this path, but I remember very specifically my fourth grade teacher, Miss Clendenin at Sangster. She, I don't even know what it was about her. She was a dancer. She was just like so chill and open and just like really put us at the forefront, I guess like of everything like it was just for the kids Mm -hmm. I don't even know what it was about her I don't remember her like as a person that much I just remember like loving her and just enjoying going to school and I can remember like the faults that I would find in all my other teachers but like I just can't really think of any for her she was just very like very relaxed and I don't know had good control on us I don't know if she really made me want to become a teacher though and also in high school my calculus teacher Miss Stirk she was just the best (laughs) she was like very open. Again, I feel like the common denominator between teachers that you get along with and like is just teachers that you feel like you can go and talk to about anything. Yeah. And that are just very, like, they don't pretend to be the perfect teacher and they're, like, kind to their students and see you as, like, a real person, not just, like, a student or, like, a kid that doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, if they're a teacher, there's a reason for that. But, yeah, I don't know. She was just always, she was there. She was really fun to be around and just, I enjoyed class with her. So, one of our listeners, Manda underscore Grace 77. Oh my goodness, what? Would like to know what you are most looking forward to about teaching. Subject? Collaborations? Etc. Hmm. I think, personally, just, like, getting to chill with kids every day. <laughs> like, that's something that I haven't really done yeah. in a bit. And... I don't know, I'm just really excited to, like, get to know the kids, because in my field study that I've done with third grade and then fifth grade, it was just so much fun to get to know the kids, and it warms your heart when a kid is like, Miss Lindsay, and they're, like, so excited to see you, or they're sad when you leave, and I don't know, it's just really special to, like, form a bond with a kid like that, and just feel like they can talk to you about anything, and I was only in those classrooms for 10 hours a week, and still I feel like I made such a difference slash they made a difference in my life Hmm. so that's what I'm most looking forward to also the subject of math I love math so (laughs) that is probably the subject but yeah definitely just like working with the kids and like being able to get to know them as people I'm more excited to just become their friend and less excited to like actually teach them things yeah follow-up question about math is there new ways that they're teaching math now that they didn't when we were kids um I mean yeah it's kind of hard because it's oh I could go down so many paths with this but basically they used to teach math with like facts Mm -hmm. and it was like do this and then do this and then do this Mm -hmm. and so that's how a lot of parents know how to do it but then now they're trying to teach kids the why behind it because Mm -hmm. it promotes better understanding And so it's like, instead of just doing, oh, instead of saying carry the one, they say, oh, well, you take a tens group from this and that's why you're carrying the one because you're turning this group of ten ones into nine ones and then an extra or whatever it is. And so it's like promoting better understanding so they can solve more complex problems. But when they learn it as a basic, the parents don't necessarily understand. So it's like, it is a different way of teaching, Mm. but like it's not to make it more complicated even though it seems more complicated it's almost like building the the building blocks to be firmer and for you to be able to like expand your mind in more ways rather than just know the facts on how to do this have they been doing it that way since we were kids 
I, th- I mean, it's been a slow transition. It depends where you live. It depends mm-hmm. who your teacher was. It depends how old your teacher was. Oh. Just when they went to school and all that. So I think it's been a slow transition in the past, like, 15, 20 years. But, yeah. yeah. Like, I remember some of the things my dad definitely, like, doesn't know or mm-hmm. my mom doesn't know from school. But then I learned some of it. And now it's, like, things I've learned and then some. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just going to be a slow transition towards this, like, more abstract way of learning math that just... I don't know. And that also, we've learned about this in a lot of my classes, just parent-teacher communication is so essential, and I understand that it's, like, going to be confusing and weird if your kid is learning something that you feel like it should be so easy, mm-hmm. but they're making it complicated, and, like, yes, in a way, but it's complicated now, so it can be easier later, which is just hard to see if you don't understand the process. Yeah. So. Cool. Thanks for explaining that. Makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> yeah. So, Lindsay... Brianna. Going back to quarantine, um, describe your favorite quarantine fit. (laughs) My favorite quarantine fit. Okay. Every Thursday in our house, we have a dinner party night. So we'll like make a fun meal and dress up just not wearing sweatpants basically because we all wear like leggings or sweatpants every day. And the second week we did it, um... We had, we made gnocchi, which are these little, like, potato pillows. Oh, they're so good. But, so we made those from scratch. And so it's always just, like, dinner party night is just, like, a process. We make, like, a fancy meal. We'll make it from scratch. Brianna and I will both have, like, a little glass of wine with it, make it fancy. We'll set the table all nice. So the first night, I was like, all right, I'm feeling it tonight. I'm going full prom dress. So I wore my high school prom dress, and my hair was still in a bun because I didn't want to deal with it, but, and then I just wore some nice hoop earrings and my necklace that I have, my gold necklace, and, well, it's not actual gold. That was misleading. It's, like, a little gold-filled circle with a carnation on it, but, yeah. So that's my favorite quarantine fit. I felt like a baddie up in that, (laughs) up in that outfit. Yes, you were, you were a baddie. What's your ideal day of quarantine right now? Okay. My ideal day, assuming I have the energy, (laughs) I would get up at 8.30 and maybe go on my phone um, for like a little bit and then probably make my bed, get dressed for yoga, but then it's like 8.45 and then I would lay in bed and do a meditation for like 10 minutes and then go to the bathroom, brush my teeth, put on deodorant, of course, for yoga, go downstairs to the basement, set up yoga, do yoga with Brianna and Haley, and that would take like 20-30 minutes. Then we would go upstairs, and probably my two favorite breakfasts are avocado toast, which I know it's basic, it's really good though, I don't even care, and like pancake day and waffle day is really good in our house, so any of those three choices would be more than appealing to me. And then, honestly, in my ideal world, I would probably have a iced matcha latte with breakfast. So, matcha powder with some warm water. You know what? I'll give you guys my matcha recipe in a later in a later episode. <laughs> you don't have to hear that now. But have a matcha latte with breakfast and then just chill with Haley and Brianna for a bit. And then I kind of love going on morning walks, like, right after breakfast. So, after we have our breakfast and chill out for a little bit, I would go on a walk with Brianna, ideally in like 70-ish degree weather, ideally with nobody else walking because there have been so many people walking recently, which like dodge everyone, it's annoying, but um, 
probably our Lake Mercer walk, which is our like four mile walk, four to five mile. So it's like a good, a good length of a walk, but it's not ridiculous. So that walk, and that would take us to about noon, then come back. And I think probably a workout, if it's nice enough outside, we could do a workout outside. That would take like 30 minutes, just a quick boy. And then some lunch, maybe we'd have some really good leftovers. Maybe we make some Annie's mac and cheese and have some spinach with it or something. I don't know, can't say for sure, but depending on the day. And then after that, maybe we would do some podcasting. I don't know. Podcasting is fun. That would definitely be in my ideal day. Either talking about planning or posting one or recording one. And then bake something. Something fun, probably. Maybe some really good apple cinnamon muffins that we've been making. Those are good. Something with, like, in between easy and complex. So not something where you just throw the batter together but not something as complex as like macarons, like that's just so much effort, but something in the middle, uh, bake that up. And then it would probably be time to make dinner. Honestly, my perfect dinner in quarantine, homemade pasta. That was so good. I wouldn't want to make the homemade pasta. I would want Haley and Brianna to make it, but then I would want to eat it. (laughs) And then I think in my ideal day, it would probably be dinner party night Mm because dinner party night is so fun. Like setting the table up all fancy, getting the vibes, for our Italian night, I wrote Benvenito in Italia on the like on our window with dry erase marker, and then we played some Italian music. And then it would be Italian dinner party, and then maybe we'd play some Mario Kart and finish the night off with some Orphan Black, which is the show we've been watching. Oh, we're almost done, though. Yeah. So sad. Okay, so you talked a lot about baking and cooking. Of course. Nicole Efford would love to know... What is your favorite thing you've ever baked? And what's your favorite thing you've ever cooked? (sighs) My favorite thing I've ever baked is probably this... Okay, I don't know if it's like... This isn't really about the taste. It's more about like the presentation. Mm. My favorite thing I baked was a chocolate cake that I made for my dad's friend, Rachel, who was visiting and it was her birthday. So I made her a birthday cake. And it was... I think it was just yellow cake and I made a chocolate buttercream frosting And then I decorated it with buttercream flowers, which I had never really done before, but I did like roses and just like different types of flowers and leaves and stuff. And I'll try and find a picture and put a picture in the Instagram post because it was honestly so beautiful and I like did not know I was even capable of that. So I was very proud of that just because it looked pretty. But then probably my favorite thing I've baked that like tasted good and was like fun to make was I made strawberry basil macarons for my graduation party from high school, which was literally three years ago now. But yeah, we made strawberry buttercream for the middle and then we used basil and put it in the shells. And I think I made those with Jess, my cousin Jess, who was visiting for my graduation at Erica's graduation. But yeah, those were just so tasty. And favorite thing I've ever cooked is hard because I don't really cook like super fancy things that much. But (laughs) one time with my friend Teresa, my best friend from high school. We made this like three course like French meal. And so we made like cheesy garlic bread for the appetizer. And then we made just like chicken breast with herbe de Provence, which is just like a spice blend. And I don't remember what else we had for our entree, but it was really good. And then our dessert, we made like a French silk pie, like a chocolate pie. And that was just like, as a meal, it was just so good. And it was such a fun, like, I love doing appetizer entree dessert situation because it just feels like such a fancy dinner party, even though we were like 
juniors in high school and had never been to a real dinner party or anything like that. But yeah, that was just really fun. Is that why we have Herbes de Provence? Yeah. I was always wondering why we had that. Yeah, That's it was funny. literally for that chicken. That is very funny. Yep. Speaking of food, Lindsay, what is your Dunkin' order? Okay, honestly, it kind of depends, but if I'm just going to get a coffee, I'll normally just get like a medium iced coffee with almond milk. Ooh, or hazelnut swirl if I'm feeling it. Mm-hmm. But that is so sweet, so I can't always do that. I'll normally just get iced coffee with almond milk. And then, depending on the day, a donut. But, guys, listen to this. Recently, I don't know if it's everywhere or if it was just at the one at Tech or I don't know where they have it, but Beyond Sausage Breakfast Sandwich, I think is what it's called. They use, like, the Impossible or the Beyond Burger or whatever, but it's, like, a sausage patty. I think it's egg and cheese and that Beyond Meat and then on an English muffin. And it is so good. I got it, like, probably twice a week for the entirety of this semester before everything like died but oh my gosh it was incredible and I've recently become vegetarian too well pescatarian technically whatever but so I'm not eating like sausage meat anymore and so I miss breakfast sausage so having those breakfast sandwiches with like the beyond breakfast sausage is actually pretty good oh it was incredible but yeah that's my Dunkin order did you say the type of donut you normally go for oh vanilla with sprinkles Mm -hmm. vanilla glaze with sprinkles classic classic woman yeah we're big into the vanilla vanilla iced with sprinkles oh yeah we're here for the classics baby so here's another question from a listener jackie portillo love you jackie um what's an idea you've always had that you want to make a reality which is funny because i feel like we're doing it yeah okay honestly like a youtube channel Mm-mm. I which I did have one, but I deleted like all the videos. Talk about that. Talk no, about that. No, 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 no. Talk about it, <laughs> please. Okay, so a little peek into my soul right now, which is horrifying, and I don't want to tell anyone <laughs> about it. But I guess now it's public. Um, when I was a ju- or a freshman in high school, I made an Instagram account that was like quote unquote photography, but it wasn't. It was like Tumblr, which I cannot explain it. So I'm not going to try to, if you know what I'm talking about, you know, it was like close up pictures of like candles that were like good quality. It was called like quality (laughs) Tumblr. I cannot explain it. I don't know why it was popular. I don't know why I did it, but I did. And my username was falling up, but that was gone. So I used falling Q up. So it was like a Q was the G. And wasn't there an underscore? I don't remember. But anyway, it was all pretty horrifying, so that's great. But yeah, so Falling Queue Up was my Tumblr Instagram that I made. And I ended up having like almost 4,000 followers, I think, before I like deleted it because I was like, ooh, what am I doing? She had a fan page. I had multiple, yeah. Oh, multiple. I mean, yeah, they didn't post very much. Oh. But yeah. But they were like, oh, Lindsay's so cool. Look at her jeans. They like loved your Hollister jeans. I remember that. Anyways. Yeah, good stuff. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, I made, like, a YouTube, not, like, a spinoff of that, but I knew I would have, like, at least a little bit of a following if I made a YouTube because of that. So, I made my YouTube channel junior, not junior, I keep saying junior, freshman and sophomore year of high school, and I would post, like, I would post, like, in bursts, like, I'd post a couple at a time and then stop and then a couple more. I only had, like, a 100 subscribers or something, but, yeah, I don't know, that was my my short YouTube stint, but it was so much fun. I loved, like, taking videos and editing them, and 
making them fun and cute. So I wish, I honestly wish I'd continued that, gotten like a nicer camera and like maybe I could be a YouTuber today. But yeah, that would be really fun. I just think it's really cool too to be able to like look back on this time of your life and see what you were doing. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Like we're doing right now. I agree with that. Yeah, Lindsay and I were talking the other day about how if we had just gotten on this YouTube thing super early, we could be famous right now. We yeah. could be living in LA and making money off of and like sponsorships. I literally was. Like, if I had just continued yeah. doing it my freshman year of high school, like, who knows where we would be right now. How many, like, subscribers and views would you normally get? I, I already said I only have, I had, like, 100 subscribers. But how many views would you normally get? Like, a couple hundred. Like, not a ton. Gotcha. One of mine got, like, a few thousand because it, like, blew up for some reason. Oh. YouTube's yeah. weird like that. Yeah. Interesting. It's just the algorithm. Yeah. All right. This one... This question really shook me. This listener, I don't know who you are, but this really shook me. So, at Nick Tuck, what up? Uh, Nicole Tuckman. Yes. It was her birthday yesterday. Happy oh. birthday, Nicole. Happy birthday, Nicole. This one goes out to you, baby girl. Um, Nicole asked, what's something that has happened to you that seemed horrible at the time, but if you look back, turned out to be a really good thing? Oh my goodness. Yeah, which I was like, whoo, I'm glad Jeepers, I didn't get this question. Creepers. <laughs> okay, so... One of the things that I thought of was me not making the volleyball team in high school, which I actually did a speech about this recently, which is why it's like kind of on my mind. But I didn't make my volleyball team in high school my junior year. And so instead, I had time to be able to work. So I got a job as a babysitter slash nanny more like for this kid, Caden. And he was such a little cutie pie. He was 13 months old when I started and I ended in like it was like September to May of my junior year of high school so I worked like a few hours a week but just working with him again like one of the things that solidified that I wanted to work with kids and so that is something that didn't really seem like a good thing at the time like I was so upset because I'd put so much time and effort into being a volleyball player and then all of a sudden it was like oh nope not anymore but yeah so I don't know it was just a really great experience working with Caden and I don't know I miss him so much but yeah he was a cutie pie so that's something that seemed bad but ended up being really good for me and Lindsay still plays volleyball actually and she's pretty spectacular at it Uh, i'm okay tell them uh what place your intramural team got oh well that's sand that was sand quads we got first oh yeah sorry didn't know there was a our women's indoor though everyone on my team big shout out if you're listening all my girls gal pals cowgirls as we (laughs) as we were known oh setsy cowgirls yikes yeah okay whatever why not um we got like third place Hmm. respectable sad respectable yeah but sad. bronze yeah um cool so who is your best friend and why is it me oh oh my gosh i'm so glad you asked um so brianna is my best friend (laughs) and it's her because she's the best i don't know how much she wants me to just talk about her but (laughs) She's beautiful. She's quite a queen. She is also there for you whenever you need her. And I can just go to her anything. She's got really floppy hands. Lindsay's just flopping my arm around right now for no apparent reason. it's fun. Okay. Um, yeah, she's the best. She's the light of my life. Oh. Okay, no, for real, though. Who is your actual best friend? It's you. Oh, okay. Is there anyone else? 
doing? I'm just grabbing Brianna right now by her arms and just twisting her around. What? Actually, that um, feels really good. My arms are really oh. stiff today. All right. Cool. We'll just okay. keep doing this. No. Okay. But seriously, my actual best friend is Rachel, so hopefully she's listening to this. I love you, Rach. I miss you. And Me too. And she's just the best. She's loyal as heck. She's non-judgmental, and she will be there for me whenever I need it. I agree. I also love Rachel. Love you, girl. Um, so I've now run out of questions that I wrote because nice. I didn't write that many and That's they okay. weren't very good, but It'd be like that. Lindsay, I'm going to steal one of your questions. <laughs> what do you think about the most? Oh my gosh. Stop asking me questions. I chose not to ask you. <laughs> okay. In a very general sense, just like things that I have to do. Mm. Like, it's just like kind of a constant like to-do list in my brain. Things I have to get done, which is why it's kind of hard for me sometimes to like relax because it's just like, it's always in the back of my mind, like the things that I have to do. So, like, that's why it's kind of sucked. I have one final left tomorrow, and I finished everything else for school, like, last Wednesday, and then that was only one thing. And two weeks ago, I was done with everything else for all my other classes. So it's just been, like, annoying because I can't just, like, relax and be like, oh, it's just one thing left because it's still one thing left that I have to do. So, yeah, things I have to do and accomplish and remember to do is just, like, always. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. What's something that you have to do, but you're actually really looking forward to right now? I don't know. I don't really have to do a lot of things right now because of our situation. That's true. I mean, in a sense of like, quote unquote, have to, like the podcast, Mm. like recording every week has been really fun. And I haven't really been editing them. Brianna's been editing them more, but then like kind of working on like our Instagram page, I do more of that stuff. So that's just been really fun to like write the captions and find the pictures and edit them and put it together and post it. I don't know. That's been fun. Coming up with ideas for the podcast, too, has been really cool. Like, just being like, what could we talk about for <laughs> 40 minutes? And then, yeah. So, podcast definitely is something I'm excited about doing. And, like, baking, as I've talked about in general, has just been really fun. Not something I have to do, but mm-hmm. it's been really fun to be creative and try new things. What are you looking forward to about your little break between this semester and grad school starting Well, I only have like 10 days of break actually, but I think personally just looking forward to like being able to like actually relax Mm -hmm. and not feel like I have anything to do. Because like even on the weekends, like I was saying, like I'll have assignments that are due so I can't fully like put it out of my brain. Mm -hmm. So it'll be really cool to like genuinely have no assignments to do for like 10 days and just like relax and like hopefully have like a daily walk with you and daily workout and just like stay active, stay busy, and not feel like I'm burdened with like so much schoolwork. Mm. So, yeah, that'll be cool. And what bird would you be, and why? Oh my goodness. Okay, so as I mentioned, I think it was in the previous podcast actually, but we're recording this on the same day as the day that I interviewed Brianna. Um, but I was talking about the black cap chickadee, which actually is oftentimes mistaken for the Carolina chickadee. So I think the bird that I'm actually seeing in our backyard is a Carolina chickadee, but. Anywho, the Carolina chickadee is my favorite bird right now. He started, like, just hopping on our deck, like, the banister, I guess it's called, or whatever it's called of our deck. The railing, I guess. I don't know. And he was just, like, literally the smallest bird I've ever seen. Like, I think they're, like, three or four inches or something, like, ridiculous. They're so tiny and cute. And so just, like, watching him, like, hop around, I was like, I have to figure out what type of bird that is. So now every day I'm, like, on the lookout for my Carolina chickadee friend, and he's just the cutest So that's probably the type of bird I would be. I just think it would be so fun to, like, 
be like a little tiny bird, not something that is like scary big, but like just fly around. I would love to be a bird for a day and just fly around the forest, just like see what they do. Mm. Like eat food, fly around, talk to your friends, be a pal. Tweet, tweet. It'd be so fun. All right. I think this might be my last question. What would you do if Claire Saffitz broke into our house? Oh my gosh. I would immediately run up and give her a hug and then I would ask her to, I would ask her like so many questions about baking and food in general. Oh my goodness. It would be the best time. It would be so much fun. Maybe I could get her to do like a mini gourmet makes with us in our kitchen. What would we make? Oh my God. I don't even know. Gourmet. Biscoff cookies. Biscoff cookies. Yeah. Those are good. Gourmet cookie butter. Oof. Gourmet kettle brand jalapeno chips. Ooh, we, we definitely need an episode for we that. don't have any of the ingredients for those, but that's okay. I mean, we have potatoes. Backstory slash explanation. If any of you don't know who Claire Saffitz is, you're missing out. Oh uh, yeah, all. big facts. The magazine Bon Appetit has a YouTube channel and a website where they post all their recipes and everything. But so their YouTube, they post videos on how to make certain dishes that they've posted in their magazine. And so they have, like, a few different... They're called Test Kitchen Chefs, I guess. Yeah. Um, they're the food editors for the magazine. And so they test out recipes in the Test Kitchen and they make videos. And so Claire Saffitz is one of them. And she makes these videos that aren't just showing you how to make food. It's called Gourmet Makes. And she will turn a, like packaged food into like a gourmet food like she'll try and recreate it in the test kitchen so she's done like oreos skittles ruffles pringles hot pockets like she's done so many different types of foods and she just tries to recreate them but she's so fun and they're on youtube so you should go check it out and she's just the best she seems super sweet she has a cookbook coming out actually in october called dessert person so you guys should order that and support her and follow her on instagram at c savitz she's the best I actually don't think I follow her. You are a hoe bag. Yeah, I am. Yeah. It's hard for me to follow so many people. No, yeah, understandable. You know? It gets a lot. Especially, like, people who are famous, they post a lot. Yeah. Because, like, that's part of their job sometimes. It's so overwhelming. Al- I just recently followed Alex Delaney, who is another food editor on Bon Appetit. He's the drinks editor. And he posts so much because all these companies just send him free drinks. And so he's constantly shouting them out. It's kind of exhausting. I might unfollow him soon, even though I love him. Yeah, it's hard. Anyways, I kind of stole the spotlight there. Sorry about that. No, that's okay. I'm surprised you wouldn't question Claire's intentions of breaking into our house. Claire would never have ill intentions. All right. That's actually really fair. I shouldn't have questioned Taylor either. Mm -hmm. Obviously you did. So maybe she's not as pure. Oh, ouch. That hurts. I'm not wrong. That really... She is, though. Is she? She is. I don't think so. I will fight to the death on that. Not as pure as Claire. I don't know. I think that they can get along. I think that they could. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Well, we kind of already talked about things we did this week because there's nothing new because we actually recorded this the same day as the other one. So yeah. I don't really have anything else to say, but again, I hope you guys are doing okay. I hope you're having a wonderful Monday. I love you. Uh, hit us up with a rating and review on Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. and follow us on Instagram at Gone with the Windies. Thank you guys for sending in questions for Lindsay and helping me out because mine were some booty. Um, they were not good. Booty in the bad sense. Booty as a negative connotation. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Not pirate's booty. No. No. Booty booty. Booty booty. Stinky booty. Ooh. I gotta stop. see it. All right. We're gonna end this now. (laughs) No. No? What are you doing? You don't just say we're gonna end it now. Well, 
I mean, I wasn't like, gonna like press the button to end it, but I was just saying we gotta oh, end this now. Okay, yeah, we gotta end this. Yeah, it's, all right, it's done. Thanks for listening. I hope you guys have a wonderful day, and I hope you were happily gone, gone with, with the Windies. windies.